0: To the Marcus Coat Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Coat. Hey guys, welcome back to today's episode in the podcast. Today I'm joined by Carla from Oral Sleep Coaching. It was awesome to catch up with Carla. She talked about all things sleep, which is so important in our lifestyle. It was a great chat, and I know you guys are going to take lots out of it. So please enjoy. Welcome to the Marcus Gates Podcast, Carla. Thanks, Marcus. Good to see you. Yeah, definitely. Same again. Obviously, we met back probably uh, would have been a couple of, couple of years ago now um, where you were working at the recovery place there. So, yeah, pleasure to have you on, and definitely lots to unpack today yep yep
1: yeah I think it must have been during COVID sometime in one of those openings, I think, but yeah, it feels like it's been forever.
0: yeah, definitely. firstly, how are things going for yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah, well, not bad, so i so I ended up selling the Recovery Center, so that only happened just a few months ago actually, because obviously COVID was a bit of a shit show. <laughs> But also because I had started doing sleep coaching and I was sort of trying to do both and just really feeling like, this was the way I wanted to go in terms of um, really being able to help people right so but also having that face to face business after the two years of lockdowns was not really something that that felt good for me to continue it still felt like I was a little bit trapped so yeah it's going well so yeah just really trying to build build the the sleep coaching business now so yeah it's been good it's been fun
0: oh, that's awesome and yeah I'm obviously yeah, I was going to be lost on part of the sleep coaching I'm sure a lot of people probably don't know what what one is or yeah as I said like it's it's going to be awesome to be able to touch on so many topics on it so starting off yeah your background and yeah how, how did you get into that sleep coaching side of things
1: yep yep so I obviously I, I own the recovery center I was owning and operating that, and then because of the lockdowns, I essentially started studying. And yeah, very quickly realized that sort of, I guess, what I had actually started studying from a personal interest perspective was really something that I could help people with. So started um, basically doing that alongside the recovery center when we were allowed to reopen. And that's really how it evolved. And then, you know, come the end of sort of lockdowns, I went, okay, do I really want to be sort of stuck in Melbourne, you know having to um, i mean don't get me wrong it's great being face to face with customers because the people that came into the Recovery center were amazing, all of my clients were awesome, but it was just you know having all this stuff in Melbourne and needing to be there to work, so yeah, I made the really difficult decision to close that business, which was quite emotional um, and yeah now i'm now i'm doing this full time so i've really only been doing this full time for A couple of months. So yeah, really still in the process of sort of building it up. But yeah, it's been it's been great. It's been amazing. And it's 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 so impactful on people's lives. And I think that's why I I enjoy it because you're really you're really changing people's lives when you can help them improve their sleep.
0: And I think like saying it's for people, it's so important to people too. So being able to have someone guide them, I'm sure, like I said, a lot of people have a bit of an understanding of what it is, but yeah, I think it's like probably a a big key to everyday lifestyle for yourself. So are you mainly online with your clients and then obviously some face-to-face you'll have as well?
1: So it's actually all online now. So when I was still operating the recovery centre, I did do face-to-face consults because of course I had that space, but since I've sold that business, I've been doing all online which is still a great way to connect with people and I guess the beauty of it is that I get a little bit of freedom so right yeah. now I'm up in New South Wales with the pup, which is great right because I can I can work and I can yes. travel and I can get out of Melbourne and not sort of feel feel restricted um, in that way.
0: Yeah no that's awesome that's really great and going on now how, like how important you sleep? Ah. Oh. So important. So, so, so important.
1: It, I mean, it just does so many things. So there's really not a a process in our bodies and brains that, that sleep does not help. Right. So, you know, it's going to rejuvenate you physically and mentally. It's, it's really, really essential for a healthy body and mind improves learning and concentration. So if you learning something new um and you know i'm not talking just about study it could be learning something at work it could be learning um something physical i know you're doing some cool stuff um there with some kids i've seen on instagram i'm like you know if if they're not sleeping well prior and sleeping well afterwards that learning is is not going to get cemented in you know it yeah, it, uh, it increases motiv- motivation and drive, right? So who hasn't tried to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning to go to the gym after a few hours sleep and not wanted to go? So, yeah, there's just so many things that it's important for. And I guess the key takeaway is um, sleep is just, it's it's not just rest, right? We're not just sort of lying there half toast for seven or eight hours. There's just... It, our bodies and our our brains are just incredibly busy during that period doing all the things we it, it needs to do to to function optimally
0: yeah no, definitely I know that's same it's so interesting so many points there on it I think I said I'll learn lots out of this too but I know listeners would definitely take lots of points away on this as well but yeah like it's mm-hmm. not just, like you just sleep I think I said it there's so many th- factors and things that do come into it and yeah those those points that you make about like yeah young kids or people that don't have much sleep I know where I am at the moment mm-hmm. a lot of the kids don't probably get enough sleep Yep. to and then I said to see them during the day at schools and activities and things like that they're like yep. sometimes they're Bit absolutely like they'll probably fall asleep half the time at, at school too so it's probably not that yep. idea. obviously that's why you obviously want to learn as much as you can too
1: absolutely I mean your focus your concentration um even your mood you know it affects mood um you know uh, people who are uh, who sleep badly or tend to be more irritable you know have arguments fly off the handle like there's it's 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 so vast. Like the list is just huge.
0: Yeah, definitely. Do you find it with your clients, like similar? I suppose that they struggle with, like I suppose, the similar. You'll see similarities in people that I suppose struggle with sleep, or is it a little bit different as well?
1: It really depends. So I, there are some similarities, but then there are some differences. So, yeah. um, a lot of people come to me. Um, Uh, one of the big problems I see largely people having trouble falling asleep having trouble staying asleep so quite often what I see is people waking up at sort of 3 4 a.m and not being able to get back to sleep I have that problem as well and it's a stress related problem um so I'm very good at helping with that and then you you have people that just wake up unrefreshed I'm not sure why we need to dig a little bit deeper to see what's going on under the the um under the hood but then I've even had a few clients who actually don't sleep badly but they it's more about optimization so they feel fine when they wake up but they know they're leaving some results on the table so these are typically people who train a lot they're they're not professional athletes probably amateur athletes um but they know that that they can be better um if they just make a few sort of tweaks to their sleep so so yeah it's uh varied the clients I see are varied. Yeah.
0: That's good, and I'm sure it challenges you as well. And to see different different sides of people, and different, and so you come up with different strategies for them too.
1: Absolutely, yeah, it's great. I've been running a few uh, little workshops actually, which has been quite fun. Um, so, it's been it's been really nice, kind of I guess, sitting with these small groups of people and actually kind of helping them troubleshoot, but also essentially help them to come up with their own plan on how to improve
0: sleep Um, so yeah that's that's actually been really fun as well. That's great and obviously you touched on back about people probably not falling asleep or waking up during during the night sometimes too how much does technology I suppose play in that when you're trying to fall asleep or I suppose when you're sometimes maybe waking up and you check your phone or things like that as well.
1: Yeah yeah so there's a couple of things there right because First of all, when we're looking at technology at night, quite often there is blue light involved. So that's one of the problems because light is one of the most impactful things on sleep. So both positively and negatively. So you want to get morning sunlight. That's a positive. That's like something some, everyone should be doing every day if they can. But the flip of that, of course, is you want to be avoiding that light in the evening. Now, I if clients or if, if people are using technology to wind down I don't typically say no you can't do it but what we need to think about is how can we offset the negative effects of that light but also have a think about the content you're consuming because if you are scrolling social media and it's making you feel a bit crap about your own life or you're reading emails that are gonna get you all um sort of riled up and stressed about work or if you're watching a I don't know a movie that's really Stressful and emotional, all of that stuff is also going to impact sleep. So it's sort of a you've got to look at it both from both
0: sides. Yeah. Yeah. I think something I struggle, I'm probably a bit guilty of looking at my phone a little bit too much before. Um, yeah. And I know like it does yep. my sleep a little bit too. So I think, I don't know, obviously trying to find what something that winds you down or that suits you as well I suppose what what would some recommendations be I know I'm sure everyone's different but what would I suppose recommend? maybe get off that technology or things to help get that wind down that better night's sleep
1: absolutely so I I sort of encourage people to think about what they are doing at night so in terms of you know their environment so what is the lighting like and obviously the screens technologies etc the light from that the content that we've already discussed but also making sure that you're also doing something relaxing at night so a hot shower is great for example because not only is it relaxing you know Turn on, you know, light a candle in the bathroom, really relaxing, but also getting hot at night is actually going to help you cool down. So, to sleep well, we need our temperature to drop. So, a hot shower or warm bath um, is going to help from both those sides. So, a simple routine, a simple evening routine that you do every night to really sort of trigger your brain into going, okay, it's time for sleep. I also, I mean, Whilst you know looking at TV and phones is okay if it does relax you, I would sort of recommend people sort of having a think about doing that right up until the time they go to sleep, yeah. or at least playing with it right, because everybody is different and different things will affect different people. But yeah, the the technology side of things, the phones in bed, doing wakeful things in bed, of course, is an issue because that really sort of trains your brain to associate bed with wakefulness when. Of course, what we want is to train our brain to associate bed with sleep. So a lot of uh, people I speak to do have the habit of having their phone in bed. They'll wake up, they'll look at it if they can't sleep. And unfortunately, whilst they feel like it might be distracting them into sleep, it's actually sort of really entraining that wakefulness. So yeah, have a think about
0: what you're doing in bed as well. Yeah, that's good. That's some great points there. And yeah. Listeners will yeah. definitely take those on board. What do you like to do <laughs> when obviously trying to fall
1: asleep? Yep. So I'm in a lucky, I guess, situation where I just live with my dog. So I have complete control over my environment. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people don't have that. So it's, it's you know, you, you have to work with what you've got and you have to sort of be considerate of, your, you know, the people that you share your environment with. But for me, my wind down starts about an hour before I go to sleep all the lights are off I will typically have a candle on or a uh, lamp I have a red light lamp in my bedroom I have a shower get ready for bed and basically I go to the couch blanket the dog comes up and I'll be listening to um, audible or a podcast something kind of quite relaxing and at the same time I'm doing some breath work to just help me kind of down regulate de-stress and whatnot and then it's into bed. Sometimes I'll do a 10 minute meditation in bed and then I'm normally out of it. It's great.
0: That's awesome. That's really good there. I think I'll probably need yep. a little bit a little bit more on them. But I know I was just gonna touch on as well. I know you mentioned about the meditation sort things like yeah, how, how important do you think that is obviously to wind down? But I know even just in general lifestyle, maybe during the day for mm-hmm. people as well to I'm sure that obviously would help getting them a bed night's sleep too.
1: and a lot of people that I do speak to that have problems with sleep also tend to have high levels of stress um, and sometimes anxiety as well. So that is a huge, a huge, has a huge, huge impact on your sleep, right? So when we think about sleep, there's a few things that sort of need to align. You've got your circadian timing, got your sleep pressure, so your sleep drive. But then the third one is your um, your arousal system, your alertness, um, and of course, stress is is a key impact to that. So, I definitely encourage people to think about stress management strategies. And I was actually thinking about this this morning because I was sort of thinking, gosh, you know, for for someone who's never Meditated or done any sort of breath work or mindfulness or what have you, like it can all sound a bit woo woo. And I was thinking back to when I was in some really stressful jobs and I thought all of this stuff was just complete bollocks, right? (laughs) Didn't have any sort of stress management plan, you know. Fast forward until now. And when I do these things regularly, I notice the difference and I notice in myself how my sleep goes downhill when I'm not doing those things. And for me, as I said, like it's, it's for me, it's waking up 3, 4 a.m. in the morning. That's when I'm like, oh, okay, shoot. It's time to get back on track because I've not been doing those things. So it's important. And certainly you can do things like this before you go to bed as a wind down to sleep, but also during the day, because the more you do this kind of stuff on a regular basis is essentially going to widen your 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 ability to deal with stress. Yeah. So- consistency is more important than you know how long you do it for so do two minutes each day easy two minutes each day is much better than doing you know half an hour once a week so start start really low same with your evening routine right i've got an hour i'm 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 pretty fortunate right i'm not having to look after humans and i don't have anyone else that i need to um work around but you know if you've got um a family you've got kids what have you you don't have time to do an hour-long evening routine. So do 10 minutes, you know, have a quick shower, do a quick meditation, go to bed. That's, yep. that's the key, the, the consistency, rather than, you know, worrying about this kind of big, elaborate activity or sequence of activities.
0: Yeah, no, I think, yeah, consistency just pretty much sums it up. Really, I know yep. I've done a little bit before. I probably need to do a bit more, but I know sometimes <laughs> it me, it's just we're not sitting, just sitting too long. And I said, probably yep. some of the people too, as I said, you just said starting out two minutes, like that's, that's yep. for someone. And then once they get used to it and as I said, just getting that routine, I think that builds it up. I know with my clients too, obviously trying to get them to even just to, that little bit of breath work or meditation, yeah, even after the session or a bit before, I think it is key. And just for them, because I know obviously a lot of them have to have a stressful job. So I think it's just, yeah, mm. the session and even after the session or yeah, during the week, is probably Mm. another big thing
1: as well yeah and i think i was just gonna say like a really helpful thing to kind of do to start implementing these things pop it in your calendar pop a little reminder in your calendar just as like that little trigger to do it and the thing is you'll you'll see the benefit from just doing the small amount every day and sort of once you start feeling the benefit then of course you're more motivated to do it you'll extend it you feel better so it's like this this
0: snowball effect right that's it
1: no, exactly right. Going on to now obviously mm-hmm. how many hours should people be getting getting sleep? Yep. Yeah, so the average adult needs around well between 7 and 9. Um but of course that varies between person uh between people. It also varies on your activity level. Um so if you're training a lot if you're an athlete your sleep need is going to be possibly even higher than 9 hours one of my uh, clients from earlier in the year. So he's not a professional athlete, but he does train a lot. He's got a physical job. He works as a CrossFit coach. So he's on his feet. Us he trains, plus he rides to work. And his sleep need is is above, you know, nine hours easy. So we had to work really hard in figuring out how he could actually get more sleep within his routine. And if if you are someone who is really active or you feel... You sleep well, but you feel like you don't get enough. Throw some naps in there. If, yeah. if you sleep well at night, but you feel like you need more sleep, throw some naps in.
0: Yeah, if you need to top it up. Yeah, I was going to touch on the uh, yeah. Is it obviously okay to break it up when you obviously need to raise up sleepers? What's your thought? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, if you've got a, a a lifestyle or a job that means that you can't get the amount of sleep you get you should absolutely top it up with naps so you know lebron james gets like 12 hours across a 24 hour period but he does that through a really long evening evening sleep and naps which is amazing right it's a little bit different if if you're if, if the problem you have around sleeping is that you know you can't sleep at night you can't fall asleep or you wake a lot and that respect I wouldn't be suggesting naps yeah. um, but certainly naps for people who just feel like they haven't got enough time in that evening or nighttime period to get enough but they feel like they sleep well when they do absolutely yeah. throw a nap in there it's a great yeah. idea before training after training yeah awesome
0: no, so, yeah, like I was just going to touch on them too. Like I'm sure a lot of athletes, I mean, I've listened to a few different podcasts and then where they've said like, even like before before the game or whatever, they sometimes just with their warm-up, they've just laid in a room yep. or whatever and had 20-minute little uh, yep. you know, a preparation kind of thing. So that's I'm sure that definitely would help them. Absolutely. Them
1: yeah. I heard um, look, uh, Usain Bolt always naps before events. There you go, yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing you can do, so for people who struggle to nap, the other um, pretty cool tool to utilize is Yoga Nidra. I don't know oh, if you've heard of that,
0: Marcus. No, 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 no. Yeah,
1: so yeah. So it, it sort of stands for yoga sleep. So essentially it's a very, very relaxing yoga, more like a meditation, but the benefits you get from that style of yoga are actually really similar to sleep. So if you're someone who finds they can't nap or you know, you just feel like you need some rest, but you know you're not going to be able to sleep. Pop a yoga nidra on, you just kind of zone out for 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, it's great.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, have to have a look into that. And just yeah. go check it out if um, you haven't heard about it before as well. That'd be good And if you do struggle with a little bit of napping as well there for you. Moving on to the mental health side of things too. So I suppose how important, I know we spoke about a little bit at a start, but yeah, how important do you think it is for people's mental health with their sleep?
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So we sort of touched on it earlier, sort of talking about the um, irritability and emotions and whatnot, right? So, you know, uh, people who haven't slept well tend to, you know, have all sorts of sort of cognitive, I guess, problems in terms of, you know, frustration, concentration, forgetfulness. But then, of course, you do have the mental health side of it. So stress and anxiety uh, is definitely something I see a lot. Depression, bipolar, Alzheimer's, and ADHD are all made worse by, I guess, deficient sleep. But then also, they also affect sleep. So it's sort of this, a little bit of a vicious circle in that respect, right? So um, yeah, really, really important to kind of look at, 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 I guess, both sides and address both sides. And I guess that's where the sort of the, the mindfulness and the, you know, stress management is also going to. Sort of help with that side as well. So yeah, so important.
0: Yeah, I think Sam, it goes hand in hand, and I think like there's yep. so many factors. obviously same and how with my job, obviously physical activity with clients, I think it's it, it's so important too. And I think sleep's probably uh, number one, nearly probably probably up there for just looking after your your mental health.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's integral to. I mean, so many aspects of your well-being, right? Like without sleep, you know, you're, you're going to be affecting, you know, your nutrition, your body's ability to process calories. Um, It's going to affect your ability to exercise, to recover from exercise, to adapt to the exercise you're doing. If you're not sleeping well, it's potentially affecting your social connections. You know, you're too tired to socialize or it's causing arguments with loved ones. So it's, it's got, all these kind of impacts to all of these really important things in our lives and i think sometimes it's it's forgotten that there's this underlying thing which can help with all of this other important stuff but we yeah. sort of we sort of jump away from the sleep and we we focus on the other stuff without kind of looking at what actually might be that real kind of yeah. underlying um Underlying issue, or at least part of the issue,
0: yeah, no I think you're just saying and connecting I suppose all the pieces a little bit, and yeah um, trying as much as you can to uh, so look look after yourself in, in the best way possible, and even as I said it was just focusing on a few a few things for yourself, and that's probably a key, and then, as you said, you can gradually build on from there and get get the most out of your, out of your life and your lifestyle and yeah feel feel great for it as well, I think yeah, yeah, absolutely last question I just want to finish on your
1: number one tip for sleep yep yeah my number one is getting morning sunlight I harp about I harp on about this a lot on Instagram so yeah if you're doing nothing else get morning sunlight so ways you could do this step out on the balcony have a coffee get off the tram a stop early and just walk you know the last five ten minutes to work walk the dog around the block. It only has to be five or 10 minutes. So it's not, you know, it shouldn't be super difficult. But aside from that, it just feels great. Like if anyone, if anyone watching like is a regular um, sunset, a uh, sunrise watcher, you know how great you feel when you see the sun in the morning. So yeah, that's my, that's my top tip
0: perfect thank you for sharing that and yeah definitely i'm sure people will take that on board and yeah get out and get some sun guys that are listening thank you <laughs> so much for your time today Carla. i really do appreciate it pleasure. It's been great chat and i've uh, learned lots of my listeners will definitely take lots of value out today's episode
1: pleasure thanks for
0: having me where listeners find you on socials and then if they do have any questions They can reach out to you. I know you run some workshops at the moment. So if people are interested in those too, where can they find them for yourself?
1: Yep. So, um, socials is probably the easiest uh, way. So, it's aura, O R A, sleep coaching. And yeah, so at the moment, I'm focusing on one to one coaching and I am running these workshops. So, I've done a couple online, which have been awesome. Did a little bit of market research, and people are keen to have a face to face. So, there will be a face to face workshop happening in Melbourne soon, probably. next month in the next two months so yeah if anyone's keen or interested to hear more about that they can just flick me a dm and i'll put them on the wait list for that
0: awesome thanks for sharing that and i'll put that in the show notes so yeah definitely go check out guys she's doing great things and yeah it's it's so important sleep so yeah definitely check out there as well same again thanks for your time again i really appreciate it i look forward to catching up with you as well awesome